Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. Hey, it's Rick from upstairs. Yeah, I take it seriously. When I play R&B at one in the morning, that's me saying, hey, I'm here for you. And I enjoy repetitive bass lines. I only use expired batteries in my smoke detectors. Nice, right? Yeah, upstairs neighbors help people forget their troubles. Give them something else to focus on. Ooh, want to see how high I can jump? Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor. No, wait, let me try again. But we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. After weeks of waiting, probably months of waiting, we are now here finally. A few days, probably a few hours away to the start of the 2017 Formula 1 season by the time you actually tune into this week's episode of the Inside Line Formula 1 podcast. Mithila is here alongside me. Yeah! Kunal if someone <laughs> was not excited for the season, I think after hearing the way you started this podcast, they're going to be so excited. <laughs> and usually I don't get to start podcasts and I'm I don't I'm sorry, I'm guilty of always speaking before you. <laughs> But we are so excited for Australia and honestly the only question that I have on my mind, will we have a race on our hands in Australia? Or Kunal, are we in for yet another highly overrated sunday morning snooze fest <laughs> <laughs> well the question is will mercedes dominate and if so will valtteri bottas be able to compete with lewis hamilton and we're really hoping that at least two teams are going to be fighting for top honors at the opening race in melbourne it's also strange actually so hamilton and mercedes are saying that ferrari are the favorites and this is while briatori is saying that they aren't I don't know who to believe. Yeah, and this goes back to our episode last week. So everyone is passing the favorite tag around and McLaren still remain our favorite team obviously. And <laughs> in this whole discussion of who are the favorites, Fernando Alonso has said that Red Bull Racing would be his favorite. So I'm not sure where. <laughs> I think he just meant like in life in general, you know. <laughs> But this uncertainty is so cool you know we are all waiting in anticipation and let's hope we have this uncertainty all season long because that would mean some fun Yes <laughs> I can't wait for the season Kunal you're just making my anticipation go through the roof and I'm going to make it go through the roof even more <laughs> so if I were to tell you that Ferrari have actually taken innovation to the next level so along with Puma they have launched a shoe that's actually called a sock That's confusing but yeah I guess. <laughs> I'm just hoping that this is not a classic case of Ferrari being confused yet again. <laughs> it's a bit like launching a MotoGP race and calling it Formula 1. I don't know, it's really weird. By the way, that shoe is absolutely cool. If I could afford it, I would actually just go ahead and buy it. Maybe one of our sponsors will oblige, you know, the non-existent <laughs> ones. <laughs> anyway, Kunal, what can we expect in Melbourne? Well, we can expect that the starts are going to make the races even more fun. So the new regulations have made starts even more difficult than they already were in 2016 and we all know how difficult the starts were because we all remember will Lewis Hamilton make an error at the start yet again. That used to be the question we used to ask on the podcast. I'm sure he's dreading the starts <laughs> this season. <laughs> and honestly, I think it's great, but it's also enough. The FIA needs to stop milking the difficulty level of the starts. 
But that's the only way they can guarantee that people will actually tune into the race. <laughs> Never mind that they might like tune out after the first corner. I remember how we debated whether the Mercedes clutch had decided the fate of the season in 2016. Apparently, big news Kunal, Mercedes have finally sorted out their clutch issues. In fact, I mean I'm glad you brought that up because what I read is they have come up with a unique clutch paddle design, you know, one that has finger holes and apparently this should give their two drivers a better feel of the clutch bite. So, innovation all along the way. Ferrari have new shoes and Mercedes has a new design uh, paddle shift clutch and Red Bull I'm sure will just keep on bringing wings and because they <laughs> give you wings and first India is innovating on color more on that in a bit <laughs> but I'm glad that Mercedes has fixed their clutch issue that's just one less excuse for at least one of the Mercedes drivers <laughs> I'm not going to say who <laughs> and the other thing to look forward to at Australia is going to be that Pirelli mentioned that they fear that a few drivers could actually black out and that's because that's how car the 2017 cars are that sounds quite scary actually but i'm sure that if there were signs for this actually happening we'd have seen some signs in pre-season testing but for a change the drivers are being tested and that is pretty evident too yeah and i i get a feeling that soon there'll be a sponsor who'll have the fittest driver of the day category award and that will be given to the driver who's actually fit even after a full race distance and if this award too is voted for by fans kunal guess who's going to win every single award max verstappen obviously <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's actually very strange to me that one of the fittest drivers of the sport jensen button is not racing these cars this season he's of course on a sabbatical stroke retirement stroke sabbatical we're not sure <laughs> sabbatical i think we'll go with sabbatical <laughs> and in fact he's been off the radar in the last few months i haven't really checked what's he been up to on twitter other than playing a prank on alonso <laughs> i think he's annoyed that you know despite him being around despite the sabbatical mclaren has signed hakkinen on as the partner ambassador Yeah that is actually strange and uh, if I were Button actually I'd be keeping fit and be ready for a call in 2018 because indications are pretty clear that Honda won't or might not deliver for McLaren and McLaren in which case might not be able to hold on to Fernando Alonso and Mercedes could then have a chance to hire Alonso for 2018 of course wishful thinking obviously a lot of speculation yeah, a lot but of hey the good news is that button will be back at mclaren minus honda <laughs> so <laughs> not a bad deal i'd say unfortunately as much as we would love an alonso hamilton pairing i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon because we know that the oh so powerful toto wolf is not keen on this pairing yeah why toto why <laughs> <laughs> He's just, you know, it could happen if uh, Fernando Alonso is managed by Toto Wolff and not Flavio Briatore. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, there are two theories being floated by former Formula One drivers, drivers who we actually respect. The first theory is that Valtteri Bottas might not deliver to his potential. Basically, he could go the high kick Kovalainen and way and find himself out of Mercedes in just one year. In which Ouch. case, Alonso or even Vettel could find themselves at Mercedes. and of course this is totally depending on how ferrari and mclaren perform so again we are only speculating but hey it's fun to speculate <laughs> 
On the topic of speculations, Nikki Lauda has denied that Mercedes have been eyeing Sebastian Vettel for 2018. And by the way, that's a little disappointing, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we keep talking of an Alonso-Hamilton pairing in Mercedes. Do you think we could be in for an Alonso-Vettel pairing in Mercedes in 2018? That would be pretty interesting, yeah. actually. Like. <laughs> anyway, so the second part of the theory is that Hamilton could get bored of Formula 1 and quit towards the end of this season. David Coulthard has in fact said that Lewis Hamilton could quit mid-season. Basically, he could just leave the sport and do a Nico Rosberg on us. <laughs> <laughs> now that you call it as doing a Nico Rosberg, there's very little chance Lewis Hamilton might give it a thought. <laughs> because the last thing he'd want to do is a Me Too. <laughs> so basically, if he does last the season, our podcast can take credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> Damon Hill has said that if Mercedes doesn't give Hamilton freedom, he might leave them. Okay, I mean, tell us something new. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Hamilton's statement that he's actually got a good relationship with Valtteri Bottas could mean that he is yet to feel challenged by the Finn. Kunal, that is a very interesting point. And, you know, speaking of Bottas and Rosberg and all those dynamics that Lewis Hamilton has shared with his teammates... Valtteri Bottas might make Nico Rosberg seem much better in 2017. Well, better than what we thought that he was in 2016, at least. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's very well said. So, guys, if you're listening to us, go back 20 seconds and hear what Mithila had to say again, even if you're not a Nico Rosberg fan. And by the way, on the topic of Nico Rosberg, he wants to be involved in motorsport and the usual conversation of being a team boss or a driver coach stroke driver manager, the same drill. But his biggest competitor here too could be a Verstappen because Jos Verstappen now, of course, wants to do the same for junior drivers as well. So there's always probably going to be... Uh, of a Stappen in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Let's also remember that there's a Hamilton in the business too. Anthony Hamilton, of course, <laughs> Lewis's father. So basically, Kunal, it's so tragic that whatever Nico Rosberg does, there will be a Hamilton and a Verstappen around. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, similarly, whatever Formula One does or does not do, Bernie Ecclestone's legacy will always be around. Although I'm wondering why Ecclestone's reacting so negatively about Liberty Media, especially after they've paid him his billions. I mean, I could write it off as a grumpy old man ranting now that he's in (laughs) retirement. But you know, to be fair to Bernie, I think he now believes that Liberty Media just wants to erase out his entire history and legacy in the sport. And that, you know, he ran a Michelin star restaurant while the new owners want to run like a American hamburger joint or something. <laughs> Frankly, I like the sound of that. I actually enjoy hamburgers far more and probably will enjoy them far more often than going to a Michelin star restaurant. So Bernie Ecclestone's actually given a very good business point here. Although I really hope nobody misses that point. Okay, Kunal, it's time to look forward to Australia. I mean, we've been looking forward for a while, but you know, now (laughs) this is like looking forward, looking forward. I am very keen to see how the new pink Force India car looks. I think it looks pretty cool, like cooler than it sounded in my head at least. (laughs) To me, it looks like a car that that wasn't washed off properly after celebrating uh, with Gulal, which is actually the red color. 
during the festival of Holi that was celebrated last week. So the festival of Holi, guys, is actually known as the festival of colors. And the primary color we play with in India is the red color, also called the gulal. So that's that's a reference to context here. <laughs> yes, but hats off to Force India. They are making hay while the sun shines. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the commercial team out there, and I know them pretty well, they have done a spectacular job. And uh, there's actually reports that the Force India car is probably a little slower than expected because it is 10 kilograms heavier. And that's probably the Indian attribute of the car out there. <laughs> the, the car uh, after a heavy Sunday morning lunch, <laughs> <laughs> racing along the racetrack. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the car actually reminds me of Govinda, who actually is an Indian actor who was the winning formula at the box office for many, many years. So will the Pink Force India car be a box office for Force India in the Constructors' Championship. Speaking of your winning formula, Kunal, you know, it seems almost certain that what was touted as the winning formula of McLaren and Honda, well, they're set to fail again for the third season in a row. Ouch. Will McLaren Honda become McLaren Mercedes very soon, Kunal? That is the million-dollar question. And let's look at it this way. McLaren might want to reunite with Mercedes. Or Honda might just want to depart and probably disappear from this embarrassing position that they're in in Formula 1. And not a lot of people are actually talking about that. And Honda is not new to departing from Formula 1 just out of the blue. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, if you look at it, the last time they left, uh, Honda became brawn and they went on to win with a Mercedes engine. Maybe that's what McLaren is actually <laughs> hoping for. <laughs> so, in fact, McLaren are convinced that they could win the world championship with a Mercedes engine. And Eric Boulier absolutely believes in that. I'm just thinking what could be uh, unluckier for Fernando Alonso <laughs> if he leaves McLaren because of Honda and then Honda disappears from the scene and McLaren wins the world championship. <laughs> <laughs> We've said this before yes. and I'm going to put a backlink to this. Fernando Alonso is Formula 1's unluckiest double world champion. Anyway, back to the whole McLaren and Honda saga. So, the decision to leave might not be as straightforward because McLaren actually earned from Honda apart from getting free engines, although they must be worthless or they might be worthless <laughs> right now. They're paying the price actually. <laughs> And uh, it must be remembered that Ron Dennis believed that uh, it would be next to impossible for a customer team to win a world championship against a factory team. And that's probably the, that's one of the reasons they left Mercedes. But with Ron Dennis now out of Formula One, will this philosophy also go out of the window? Kunal, I think we need to wait and watch. Yeah, and I think McLaren should just take inspiration from Red Bull Racing. Because Red Bull Racing, being a customer team, have, of course... Uh, beaten Renault in the last season and will probably do so in the next couple of seasons as well. Actually, everyone should take inspiration from <laughs> Red Bull Racing. <laughs> yeah, there's this whole talk of, you know, how uh, Formula One doesn't want Ferrari to win or rather to earn their historic bonus and Bernie Ecclestone is in support of their historic bonus. If there is one team that consistently deserves a bonus, that's Red Bull Racing. Because the amount of marketing Red Bull Racing has done for Formula One, I can't think of any Anything. other brand who have done equal or, you know, who have done better or probably equal work. 
Kunal, it's now time for the most exciting part of this podcast. We are going to make predictions for the Australian Grand Prix. And I know you've been secretly preparing for this moment for the past six months. <laughs> yeah, actually, I can't remember last when we sent out a race prediction. So basically, you've been predicting, uh, you've been, sorry, practicing for this moment for six months. But let's remember that the Australian Grand Prix has been anything but straightforward in the past years. Alonso had a massive crash last year and Kevin Magnussen was on the podium not long ago. Guys, yeah, Kevin yeah. Magnussen. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Magnussen was on the podium again thanks to Alonso because Alonso had that pre-season testing crash and he didn't race for a couple of races. And believe it or not, Kevin Magnussen had beaten Jensen Button back then. And uh, I also remember Ralph Schumacher, he actually flew off the circuit a decade ago, just after the start. So we've had some really incidental and exciting Australian Grand Prix. I love the Albert Park circuit myself. I've done thousands of laps on the simulator myself. <laughs> and uh, I also predict that the Pirelli tyres will last longer than they have ever lasted in Formula 1, especially in this era. And maybe there'll be a pit stop or two lesser than last season. But uh, for those who would probably be disappointed hearing that, know that might not lead to boring races. In fact, this season's Pirelli tyres are designed to last longer. And that basically means that the drivers will be in attack mode for longer than before. And that's what was lacking in the previous seasons. And Pirelli have claimed that they have addressed it for this season. I'm just wondering what Max Verstappen in attack mode longer than before looks like. <laughs> I guess I'll have to wait for a few more days to find out. Frankly, you know, I just hope that there is enough competition to excite us for the entire season ahead. I am just done with these complaints of boring races. I don't want to see another boring race. <laughs> in which case, I'd say that you, we should focus on Esteban Ocon, who in my view could be the best rookie in Australia. He has really impressed in the Force India car in pre-season testing. Uh, the one rookie that I am going to be looking out for is Lance Stroll. Kunal, I am really hoping that he does not go for a stroll in the Albert Park circuit. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we said in one of our previous episodes, Lance Stroll has changed the meaning of the words, go out for a stroll. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, all Mercedes-powered teams are going to have their latest spec engine. So watch out for the Force Indias and the Williams. And uh, now... Yeah, but you know, you're not going to get away just giving us all this general faff, Kunal. <laughs> we want predictions. Okay, so I'm going to put my money on a Lewis Hamilton victory. It is difficult to believe something else could happen. Followed by a Ferrari. I really hope they get their strategy right. Which Ferrari? I don't know. I'm happy with either of the two Ferrari drivers at the moment. Followed by a Valtteri Bottas. I think he needs a podium in his debut race with Mercedes. And let's remember, Nicky Lauda has already said that in four races, they will know of Valtteri's talent and oh, capabilities. The clock is ticking, Valtteri. Yes. <laughs> and uh, now that you've cornered me, what's your prediction going to be like? Kunal, I am going to uh, stick my head out a little and go with a Ferrari victory. Now, that would be wow. an amazing start to the season. And it would be difficult to ask you which driver because I know you're already hoping for a Raikkonen victory. <laughs> that, would be, that would be like uh, awesome next level. But yeah, <laughs> I think this will be followed by Hamilton in P2 and then a Red Bull racing. I'm thinking Ricciardo. And I really hope that if it is Daniel Ricciardo, he has a new party trick because the Shui is so 2016. 
But I'm surprised. No Max Verstappen in your podium or my podium predictions? Well, he'll be around for sure. What does that mean? He'll be around, <laughs> Kunal. He'll be around. Well, I am banking on Max Verstappen and every single driver on the grid and the 2017 Formula 1 cars to make a race out of it because we are absolutely excited. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. And we will see you immediately after the Australian Grand Prix. Remember to tune in. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.